It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Who Dat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m. So that means you are tuning in to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we got a great one dialed up for you uh, this evening. Uh, we're going to talk HBCU. Uh, a offensive coordinator, Eric Dooley, was hired by uh, by Grandma State, our co-host, uh, Eric Scott's uh, alma mater. Uh, we're going to dive into some NFL talk. We've got to dive into some, some Cam Newton, uh, the altercation that he had in one of his seven-on-seven camps uh, with some um, – some young participants there, so we'll dive into that uh, for sure. We're gonna we're gonna also talk about some free agents out there, uh, mainly running backs. I want to focus on the running backs, so we want to focus on the running backs this week, uh, ladies and gentlemen, because we got some big time names out there as far as running backs go, uh, and there's gonna be a a, a a big a huge carousel um, as far as where these guys land, and we're gonna you know think about a good spot for them, where they're gonna go, things of that nature. I'm going to talk uh, NBA uh, as well. I want to talk about the Bucks, man. You know, we've been talking about the Bucks a little bit. It seems like they're getting on track at the right time. I want to ask you, Scott, and, uh, you know, you guys can give me your thoughts and opinions. Are they real contenders or legitimate contenders? I want to talk about the Miami Heat. They seem to be getting it together right now. I want to see um, – Let's see what E. Scott thinks about, um, you know, them go possibly going back to the uh, going back to the NBA Finals. Uh, of course, we got college basketball as well. Storming of the court is a big is a big topic this week um, as well. The whole Duke and uh, uh, the, the Duke situation there, and then and Eric Bieniemy in college as well. We got a, a plethora on the board for you, ladies and gentlemen. Plus E. Scott's entertainment segment at the end of the show. So with that being said, let's bring in Mr. E. Scott. Uh, Mr. E. Scott, how you doing this evening, my brother? Now the cat's in the cradle with the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. When you're coming home, son, I don't know when, but we'll get together then. You know, we'll have a good time then. <laughs> Smooth as ice as always, Scott. Smooth as ice as always, man. Uh, yeah, I was just doing, you know, doing the monologue and letting uh, the listeners know what we can, what they can expect uh, from us tonight. You know, um, you know, it's, it's that time of the year, ladies and gentlemen, where you know we have to become a little extra creative, if you will, in, in our topics. Right now, we got some good stuff, but you know, towards the, you know, when the weather starts to get warm and you know those, uh, you know those, uh, those topics kind of. You know, just leave us a little bit. We got to be creative um, and, and come up with some stuff. Once, but, you know, uh, once the NBA finals end, hey, that's yeah. when we get real creative. Y'all, y'all gonna get some letters. I can get some. De- I mean, y'all get all kind of stuff. Because once the yes, NBA sir. finals is over, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, what y'all want us to talk about? It's called right. Sports Talk with K. Walker and he's got y'all want us out here talking about field hockey. I mean, some horse racing, some we know absolutely nothing about. You know, we got to get real creative with y'all. 
Yeah, we do, them. man. We're we gonna give it. Yeah, we, we do what they want. For sure, brother, for sure. <laughs> do, the, do the people want the song? Uh, yeah, E, so let's let's dive into it, man, and uh, let, let's uh, let's talk about the HBCU. That's our new uh, our, our new topic or our new format here. We're always going to open up with the HBCU talk, and uh, you know, I'll turn it over to E. Scott, you know, and allow him to take it away. So with that being said, E. Scott, do just that. Take it away. So I've got a couple of things for you guys this week. First of all, the Retool Your School program is back. If you don't know about Retool Your School, just put it into your Google or whatever browser you tend to use. But I'll give you a little background on it. You call in and you vote for your favorite HBCU, and there's two categories. There's Tier 1, like the bigger HBCUs, and then there's Tier 2, the smaller you know, HBCUs that you vote. And every school that finishes, like, in the top ten is going to get some money, with I think the big prize being something like $250,000. But the smaller wow. the ten are going to get, like, 25000 whatever. You, know, you can look into it. But, yeah, if you're a fan of HBCUs, you didn't have to necessarily be an alumni of an HBCU, but you could always call and vote for your favorite HBCU. If you don't have a favorite HBCU, Grambling State University. Again, Grambling State University. Vote <laughs> It's a good way to give back without actually giving back. It's not going to cost you nothing. I mean, you know, it's right. not like back in the day where man, your mom was yelling at you, stop putting all them loans, just the phone calls on my <laughs> phone. <laughs> Everything is free now. So, yeah, like I said, just put it into your Google, um, retool your school. I think it's brought to you by the Home Depot, I think it is. But um, they'll, they, and, and you'll get all the information, and you can vote, like I said, for your favorite HBCU. And, um, I mean, it definitely is Home Depot. And, you know, you know, possibly give some money to a school. You can do it right online, um, retoolyourschool.com slash vote. Again, yeah. just go on, check it out, vote for your favorite HBCU. Again, like I said, if you don't have a favorite HBCU, Grambling State University, it's not limited. You can vote as many times as you want. Like, it just opened up, like, two days ago, and I was looking last night. Alabama State mm-hmm. already got, like, 58,000 votes. 58,000. Wow. I mean, so, you know, they way out in front. We, because the ground was in the top 10, but we only had like 11,000. But again, it's only been open for a couple of days. But again, it's a great way to give back and whatnot. Now, what I got for you tonight with HBCU um, related, um, Grand State University has a new offensive coordinator. We bring, you know, we got rid of Hugh Jackson um, last mm-hmm. season because, you know, he just. His style wasn't fit for an HBCU. This is called so call it what it is. And so we brought in a new head coach, and then we brought back a Grand State University alumni, Brother Eric mm-hmm. Dooley. And I say brother because he is a member of Capital Psi Fraternity Incorporated. He was yes, re- um, uh, most recently <laughs> coaching at Southern University, but him and Southern have parted ways. Um, so Mickey Joseph, that's our new coach at Grandma, we decided to bring Brother Dooley on home. And he's going to um, run the offense. We also got um, Dre Fusiler, um I'm not really sure how he pronounces his last name, but um, he's also he's going to coach the running backs at Grambling. He previously coached the running backs at Southern. And so we and he's a Grambling alum, so we're bringing him back. And we got a couple more guys, um, um, Sharon Carey. Um, he nice. um, used to coach the wide receiver. He's gonna coach the wide receivers 
over at grandmother. He's a New Orleans native, um, somewhat of a South, a South Louisiana um, prodigy back in the day. He won a couple state championships. Um, so we're bringing him back. Our old offensive line coach, he was there for a few years. He left and went on to some other things, but we're going to bring him back. And so it's just like, you know, our new head coach is putting together his staff. He, they really haven't did a press release on the defensive side of the ball yet. But um, we're bringing back a couple, like I said, alums. Uh, the, out, of, out of these names I gave you, though, um, Eric Dooley is the biggest name, again, because he was a yeah. former head coach at Southern University, and he's going to come back and run our offense. So we got a lot of good things going on in HBCU football, you know, with the transfer portal, um, NIL, things of that nature. It's really hard for HBCUs to compete because at the yeah. end of the day, can't walk. We just don't have the money that PWIs have. And I know as a former athlete, even when it wasn't no NIL. Y'all had the NIL yeah. on the low or whatever. You know, it was just, it, <laughs> right. it, 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 it was, it was just tough. It's a whole different world. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I mean, great stuff there, man. And and yeah, I, I'm it's interesting to see. And I, and I like, I, I love how they brought him uh, in, you know, as a former, you know, HBCU guy. And you know, he's a brother, uh, you know, uh, of Cap is a, 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 a of sure uh, uh, for sure. So when when you when you hear this, e and and again, ladies and gentlemen, you know, get on that uh, get on that site and 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 vote. I just voted about you know while he was going through as I was I voted about ten times you know while we were on air. <laughs> so, and again, it's like he said, you can vote as many times as you want, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, for sure, so 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 take some time out and support the uh, the HBCUs, man, because um, you know it, it, they're historic. I mean, that's the, the H, that's what the H stands for in HBCU. If you don't already know, um, uh, so so great stuff there, Ian. And I'm looking forward to seeing what grandma state looks like uh this year i'll be dialed in uh for sure and, and see what uh, coach dooley um is going to be able to do on the offensive side of the ball and see who they bring in for the offense the defensive side of the ball and what type of transfers they can they can bring in uh as well so be locked in and uh, go tigers uh, what do y'all what do y'all is go right how you, how you spell go down there again e how do you, how do you spell U X. G-A-U-X. G-A-U-X. All right. G-A-U-X. Go Tigers. All right. Go Tigers. There you go. All right. Good stuff there, E. <clears throat> All right. Let's switch gears just a little bit here, E. And, and, and I want to talk about it. Let's switch some, you know, to the NFL. And I want to talk about my man Cam. You know, Cam you know, has been rubbing me the wrong <laughs> way a little bit. You know, it's a whole Brock Purdy thing, saying he's a game manager, not a game changer. You know, that type deal. He was a game. He himself was a game changer. But recently, um, he, he had a seven-on-seven uh, camp, and he got into an altercation with, uh, you know, with some young, uh, some young uh, participants there. He, and you know, you you had posted something which I which I was actually thinking about before you actually before I saw the post is that you know um, you know he's the first person to ever you know uh, win a fight <laughs> without up. throwing a punch. <laughs> He beat up four dudes and then throw a single punch. That came off. I know Cam's a big dude. I'm not taking nothing away from that. But when I was like, what were these kids, like 17, 18 years old maybe? Yeah, at least. I, I don't think me and three of my boys would have got beat up by one dude that didn't throw a punch and hit none of us. I mean, I ain't saying we would have beat them down, k Wall, but right. we wouldn't have I took the L. I mean, hey, that one of them just got drugs. I mean, hey, what was your friend? Yeah. You can, Cam got another one in the headlock. One of them, it looked like a wrestling move. He threw him into the fence, and he bounced back. I thought Cam was going to close out of 
I mean, can whoop their ass and then throw a yeah. single punch. But the most impressive thing, K-Wall, the hat never His came hat. off. Is that? I say, like, how, how do y'all allow this to happen? I mean, like I said, I'm not saying y'all should have beat up Cam, but y'all shouldn't have took an L when he didn't even throw a punch. Now, real quick, about the game manager, mm-hmm. about the game manager game changer thing, I do think Cam, when Cam said it, because I heard it, I do think he meant it as an insult, so I'm not giving him a pass on yeah. that. But just the whole thought of it, when you say game manager versus game changer, when did game manager become a bad thing? Okay, well, a lot of guys are game managers. Everybody can't be a game changer. But you can yeah. win a Super Bowl with a game manager if you surround them with the with the right pieces. But I just think over the years it has become a negative connotation when you call a guy a game manager. It's taken negative. It's kind of like on your job, K-Walk, there's middle management, you know. I mean, it is what it is. But I don't think think saying a guy is a um, game game manager is necessarily an insult. But I do say, I'm not giving Cam a pass, because, like, I do think he in a a derogatory fashion. But I'm just saying, in a regular conversation, (laughs) if you were to say, hey, well, Brock Purdy's a game manager – if if you don't mean it in a negative way, that's not necessarily an insult. But I, I understand, you know, like I said, how he meant it. It's not about, you know, it's about how you mean things sometimes. It's not about what yeah. you say, but what you mean. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Cam, but Cameron Newton beat up four dudes without throwing a punch and then didn't lose his hat. That is impressive. Yeah, now this is what I want to ask you. As far as the game manager thing goes, I, I think he, he looked at it as though, like, you know, he's, what, 6'5", 265 pounds, you know, um, you know, on a good day. And, you know, he's, you know he's, he was an former MVP. And then you got Brock Purdy, who's, you know, what, five, you know, maybe you know, six foot at best, you know, six foot at best, you know, uh, you know 185 pounds, 200 pounds, whatever he is. He, I don't think he wants to be in, in that same category. He doesn't want to be Brock Purdy, uh, be in the same category as Brock Purdy, or vice versa, Brock Purdy in the same category as him as being an MVP. And I think that's when it started. He started to say, you know, say those things, you know, when the MVP talk, uh, talk took place is right before, you know, the uh, the Baltimore game. And I think that's when Brock Purdy kind of fell out of the race there, you know, in that, in that, that, uh, that Sunday night game against uh, the Ravens. But, um, Nonetheless, man, yeah, I, I get where he's coming from there. But, yeah, you know, you either going to be a game changer or you're going to be a game manager. I, you know, I think game managers can be game changers as well. We saw we saw Brock, you know, Purdy and, and, and those, you know, again, again, the game against, especially the game against Detroit. You know, we, we saw how he took over that game in the second half and, you know, led him with his legs, you know, something that Cam was known to do. So, you know, he could be a game changer and a game manager at the same time. But if you're going to give his overall title a game manager – I don't think I don't think Brock Purdy's going to, uh, you know, to to argue with that or debate that. You know, he still put up the same type of numbers as game changers as well. I think he was third or fourth in in the league and and um and uh, in passing yards, and he didn't play the last game, the regular, last regular season game. So we'll leave that there. So, but going back to the uh, the altercation, though, you know, this is not Cam's first go around with this. E, as far as being in an altercation with, um, you know, participants in his seven on seven camp. Now, I have to ask you this: e, you know, he's doing a lot of positive things with, e, uh, you know, you know, doing these uh, these seven on seven camps, you know, and 
And for him, and I'm going to fault him for this, getting into these uh, these debates and getting into these, you know, these arguments with these young kids, guys that he's trying to, you know, trying to help, trying to elevate, um, if you will. Now, you know, these kids nowadays, this generation nowadays, they, they don't have respect for for anything before them. They think they're the ones to, 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 to take over, to be the ones, to be the future, which they are, but you have to respect. You know the past. You have to respect you know Cam Newton um, and guys you know um, just like him. And for him, for these kids to call this this man a, a you know a wash up or he's washed up or what have you, you know, he's trying to help you get to that level. You know, Cam's been there. He's done that. He's been an MVP. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's led a team to a Super Bowl. And you know, and and he's done several different things, man. I mean, just Cam is just. He's uh, did he win the high? I think he won the Heisman with uh, Auburn. Yeah, I mean he's yeah, and and you know he's done so many di- different things, man. And they have to respect him. These kids don't respect that man. They just all they see is that you're you're not that guy anymore, and they don't respect that guy who used to be. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm here to help you. You know these kids have got. I'm, I'm putting more to blame on them, but I'm gonna put a lot of blame on Cam as well for falling into that trap. Listening to these kids, and then you know, you, and you see what happens. You see what the outcome is is going to be when you do, you know, uh, you know, you know, if you will, bring yourself to their level, um, if you will. You, you, you're going to have to fight all these dudes and hold them off and things of that nature, man. So um, I'm going to fault Cam for that um, because it didn't happen just once; it happened more than one. I mean, more than you know, multiple occasions. Uh, so I'm faulting Cam there, but these young kids have to understand, man. It's it's not you know it's not easy to get to the NFL. Not everyone goes to the NFL. You can have the the most talent a, a, in the world and and not make it. There's a, there's a, a small percentage. Cam's trying to help you be in that particular uh, you know in that particular percentage, and you're just not respecting that man and respecting what he did, um, what he's done. And but I'm going to fault Cam here, yeah, and I'm going to and I'm going to fault Cam. I'm going to put mostly of it on on the kid. But I'm gonna put a lot of it on Cam. So I gotta go 51-49 here. 51% of it's the fault of the kids, and 49% of it's Cam because Cam's got to be better than that. But what say you? And how much do you blame Cam there? Now, from what I can tell, without knowing Cam personally, okay, well, Cam talks a lot of sugar, honey, iced tea, and I think now he mm-hmm. does deserve he does deserve the respect and the reverence that you mentioned. But, I mean, this new generation is built a little different. And Cam tends to poke the bear. Cam, Cam tends yeah. to poke the bear. I mean, well, you're yeah. 6'5", 260. You, you can afford to do that. But, I mean, Cam, <laughs> at some point, Cam, you got to be the adult. You can't yeah. be out here fighting with the exactly. kids. And by fighting, I mean from a verbal standpoint. I mean, yeah. physically, they jumped you. You didn't physically jump them. But when I say fight sparring, as the adult in the room, K. Walk. You got to know when, when, the, when the sugar, honey, iced tea talk go too far. Because, again, these are children. You're the adult. And, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not justifying them jumping you. But, again, you, you, you got to know you can't, you, you can't spar with them like you can your peers. I mean, because, you know, feelings and stuff get involved, and then they think they can whoop you. And we, we saw what happened because, like you said, this is a kid's first altercation. I mean, mm-hmm. he got into it a few years ago with a kid who told him he was washed up. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I was referring to. Yeah. I'm a, 
Kevin, what are you talking about? I'm a, I'm a millionaire. And the kid's like, I don't give a damn about you being a millionaire. <laughs> but, yeah, but, again, he, why are you having this conversation with a 15-, 16-year-old kid yeah. and you a grown-ass man? So, yeah, I, I put – I'm going to go 60-40, Cam, okay. because Cam, okay. Cam should have known as the adult. And, again, since because this wasn't his first rodeo, he should have right. known when to pull up. Now, again, that in no means should you get jumped physically, but, Cam, like I said, I don't know the brother personally, but from what mm-hmm. I've seen in the videos that I've watched of this latest altercation, he talks a lot of sugar, honey, iced tea, K-Walk, and you <laughs> can't sure really do that with the kid. You can't do that with the cherry. You got to do that with right. other adults because uh, and if an adult would have teed off on you, now I'm sure Cam still could have won, but for adults, I don't know if you're going to win that one, Cam. So, I mean, you know, you right. got to pick and choose your battles. Be, be the adult. Yeah, for, yeah indeed, man. I, indeed. I just, you know, echo that. We both saying the same thing uh, for sure, man. And and Cam, man, we, I, you know, I used to be a Cam fan. You know, up until you know, he, he he hit home with my man Brock, and I, I was Cammy. I was a Cam fan, man. I was drinking the Cammy Cam juice at, at one point because you know I just I just loved his swag, man, and, and how he went about it, and and you know he make other people mad, the opposition mad, but you know what they say if you don't want him, you know, to do the you know the dab and you know all the stuff that he used to do, um, then you can stop him. If you can stop him, then you know then he'll shut up, or maybe I don't know. Hard to shut Cam up, but uh, look, look, we got here. We got our good buddy, uh, Special K, government joining the show right now, and impeccable timing right now, K okay, man. Uh, we were talking about the, the altercation with, um, you know, with uh, Cam uh, Newton and some of his 707 participants there, the young, uh, the young, uh, the young players there. Uh, first and foremost, uh, thank you so much for joining us, and how you doing this evening, brother? I'm good. I'm good. How's everybody? Hey, what up, Kay? Hey, Kay, well. I haven't talked uh-huh. to Special K about this. We haven't spoken about this at all. Okay. But I've known, okay. K, I've known Special K for a number <laughs> of years now. He is about to say some wild and outrageous from an aspect and a point of view that neither one of us has ever considered in our wildest dreams. That's just my prediction of what this brother is about to say. And, again, him and I haven't spoken about this. Go ahead, Kay. What you got? All right. With that being said, take it away, brother. <laughs> Well, you, you finished the question, man. It's about the uh, Cam Newton seven on seven thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, give me a thought. Who's that for? beating up the cherry <laughs> without throwing a punch. <laughs> well, I mean, I ain't, I didn't, I didn't dig into it too much, so I didn't look to find like when it really jumped off. But okay. I will say this, man, for 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 him to even get tied up with some kids. You know, you kids had to rush him, man. You got to defend yourself. I don't care who it is. I mean, <laughs> now what what degree what degree you gonna defend yourself? That may come into play, but I mean hell, I mean at this point, this is four on one. You know, yeah, this Cam Newton from the NFL, this, that and the third, but he's still a human being. You know what I mean? So I I ain't seen throw too many blows. I seen him just hold pretty much hold back, yeah. slang around a little bit. So I ain't mad at it at all. You know what I'm saying? The kids should know better, man. Shoot, man. This would have been, what, 83, 84? <laughs> Back in day, they'd have had to bring ambulance out there. You know? <laughs> the question the question that K-Walk posed, yeah. uh, Professor K, yeah. who do you put blame on? Was it the Cheering's fault or was it Cam's fault? The Cheering. 
<laughs> the churn, the churn, absolutely, man, the churn. Yeah, churn. he made him been talking trash to them churn, man. But uh, um, I mean, I don't, I don't seen some coaches say worse. I mean, there's another video floating around where uh, I don't know if it was Cam team or not. Um, but there was a kid. He was flashing in front of the camera, whatnot, blah blah. blah. You know, I guess he had just made a play. You know, so he danced in the camera. Coach ripped him right there in front of the camera. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, when you put stuff on camera, people say, oh, 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 it's so, it was so bad, it's so bad, it's so bad. Actually, it ain't half as bad as it used to be. You know, right. it just wasn't on camera. You know, the things we got told back in the day, Lord have mercy, right. I can tell you, man, some of the things one of the coaches at my practices in high school said, used to say all the time, Back then, wasn't the issue. Today, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be a coach nowhere. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I, it's the churn fault, man. They should have respect. This Cam knew, man. My understanding that that camp is pretty much free um, for the best yeah. of the best. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and y'all out there acting like that, not just uh, taking advantage of your opportunity. I don't care what he said to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nine times out of ten in an athletic setting, he ain't talking trash to you unless you're trash or you're getting beat. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is what it is, you know? Yeah, and that's how I'm looking at it, man. These kids got to understand, like, what Cam's doing for them, what he's trying to do for them. And it, it, it seems like they're just listen, uh, looking a, uh, a gift horse in the mouth, uh, you know, so to speak, because of the fact of the matter. He's got there, you know, use, you know, you know, providing his own money, using his own money, you know, out there not charging these kids. Um, you know, buying them equipment, things like that is giving them all of the resources that they need, you know, to take it to that next level, you know, to get that, you know, that, that, that D1 scholarship or get that, 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 that football scholarship. To get some or kind to, of look. Yeah, yeah, some kind of look. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the, the new thing, as I wish we had it back in the day, was that, you know, the, the thing that's called the huddle where you can get all your videos and, you know, you can put all your videos and, and things of that nature, um, you know, in the huddle and all of the coaches, all coaches around the country um, can, can see that huddle. And, and, and if you provide it, and if you, if you're showing, you know, what you can do, if you're, you know, if you're providing great game film or uh, film, I'm sub dating myself there. Great, great game, but uh, you know, uh, video there, then, then it's going to be, it's going to be, it's probable for you. And then that's what all cams trying to do is provide you with that opportunity. Because like I mentioned earlier, there's only a handful of, uh, you know, athletes that, that make it to that, that, that level and not only just make it, just get there, but to sustain it um, as well. And, and, and he, that's what cams trying to do. But these young kids nowadays, man, they just don't look at it that way. They just look at it. You being old and, you know, things of that nature. So, but, you know, I, I'm going to digress a little bit there, man. I think we, you know, we, we kind of got our points across. But hopefully, you know, I know Cam's not going to stop doing the 707s. I hope he doesn't stop doing it. What I want him to stop doing, though, is get engaging with these, you know, you know these disrespectful athletes. I, I think what he should do going forward, if he sees this, if he encounters this again, just have them escorted out of the camp, out, out of the, uh, the practice camp, whatever he calls it. And, you know, and then, and, and, you know, the, the, the set an example for those who, you know, want to be a part of it coming, you know, you know uh, in the future, uh, for sure. All right. Good stuff there, guys. Uh, what we're going to do here, let's grab our first break. Uh, when we come back, uh, I want to stay on the NFL talk and I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about these uh 
these uh, running backs. Or I want to stay with the running backs this, this week. That's the position uh, that we're going to focus on this week as far as the free agency. It's the offseason NFL, ladies and gentlemen, so we're going to talk free agency here. A lot of running backs, a lot of big-time running backs that are in the free agents uh, market this year. And I want to get uh, E. Scott and, and, and Special K's thoughts and opinions on that So uh, for sure. All right. So let's take a quick, uh, quick break here, guys, and when we come back, we'll dive into that. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you know where you're at because you're here. It's Sports Talk with Kay Walker, E. Scott. Never had it so good sports radio. This is Sam Drushkin, CEO and co-founder of Vintage Labs. You're listening to Sports Talk with Kay Walker and E. Scott. They're pausing for a break, but they'll be right back. At Vintage Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Hey, need your W-2s, 1099s, processed, printed, and mailed? Email us today at 1040 at javistax.com, 1040 at javistax.com, or call 803-419-1001, Welcome back, welcome back. It's Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're joined by a good buddy, Special K. If you're a longtime listener, uh, you know Special K joins us each and every week, providing his uh, his great insight, um, as always. All right, before the break, we were talking about you know, HBCU. We got into HBCU uh, talk and, got, and talk uh, Cam Newton uh, as well. If you're just joining us, ladies and gentlemen, you know how to, to find us on the, on the replay. And also, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to call in and uh, provide you know your thoughts and opinions on any topic that we're talking about or anything else that you want to talk about, just give us a call, 347-637-3286. Again, that's 347-637-3286. All right, E, um, as I mentioned before the break, uh, we were talking about the, uh, the the running backs here, man, in the NFL that are set to hit the uh, the uh, the free agency market, and, and none of these uh, players are are set to, uh, to to be franchise tagged, to be tagged in any way. And I just wanted to just just throw out a couple of names, and there are a couple of more names that I'm going to not mention, but uh, Josh Jacobs from the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, we've got Saquon Barkley, New York Giants, Tony Pollard from the Dallas Cowboys. Derrick Henry of the Titans, 
Um, and Austin Eckler um, a- as well from the uh, from the Chargers. And you can throw Ezekiel Elliott in there if you want to a- a- as well, E. But these guys, again, E, these guys are set to hit the free agency market, man. Right now, if any of these players were to be tagged, it would be like a, it would be eleven $11 million dollar based on uh, the, the market value, if you will, uh, eleven million dollars for the franchise tag. That's what it that's what's going for right now. Hey, we talked about this last year, and and we talked about how the running back position is, is it seems to be coming obsolete last year. In my opinion, I feel it's a little bit different. There's a different feeling there, E, but what it looks like right now, it still feels the same for the NFL. But give me your thoughts and opinions on, on this. Is it still what we're seeing uh, we saw last year, E, where you still have that feeling where the running back position is becoming obsolete and these guys don't want to pay, you know, these teams don't want to pay these uh, running backs, you know, $10, $11 million at this point. And, uh, and who, who do you see, you know, making the uh, making the uh making the most money out of this uh this group I just mentioned. Out of the group you just mentioned, K well, <laughs> none of these dudes are set for long term deals. I mean I think your best mm-hmm. bet may be either Jacobs or Eckler. I do think Jacobs is gonna get rolled up out of um Vegas, but I think that's just why Eckler's gonna take and the reason I say that, I know Eckler has moved to Vegas. I mean, I know that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but I know right. he's made his permanent home in Vegas now. And But, I mean, you got Pollard, who got a little money from the Cowboys. He's not going to get big money anywhere. Saquon is about the best of the lot that you name, but he's he's not available all the time. And what have we said many, many times? The best ability is? Availability. Availability, exactly. Mm-hmm. And he, he mm-hmm. he's not he can't really give you that, so I don't think a team is going to give him big money. Zeke could be lucky to get the veteran league minimum. I mean, I just, just based on his play, he'd have made a bunch of money anyway, so he good. And then Pollard wasn't what you thought he was going to be in Dallas. So of the guys you mentioned, I think Jacobs and Eckler are your front two, but none of the guys on the list are set in a position where they can say hold out for a big contract. If any of them hold out, they need to call your boy Le'Veon Bell and say, hey, man, how's that holding out work out? And he's going to be like, hey, man, don't do it. Don't don't do it because nothing gets you in shape for football. Nothing gets you in football shape other than playing football. You can do all the workouts, lifting, running all you want to, but at the running back position to take a year off. Now, in some cases, yeah, it gives your body time to heal, but I don't think any of these guys, other than maybe Saquon, are in the position that they could do that. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that there, Eve. I'm, I'm getting uh, uh, um, Kay's thoughts and opinions, and I'll, and I'll provide mine, of course. But Kay, what, what say you about the same uh, same situation? Um, we uh, we 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 talking about. Openly, I mean, like all the running backs, or we just well, you don't uh, talk about all, but just the, just the ones that stand out to you. You can talk about all of them if you want, but just the ones that stand out to you for you know, it's just it's your I mean, it's, it's right. your uh, I mean, nobody mentioned your Henry. I did, I just yeah, think, yeah, oh, oh, my bad, my yeah, bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, man. I, I think uh, Jacobs might be the best, uh, mm-hmm. if, if you got to pay the money out of, out of all of them, uh. You know, he's the one that's been most available. I mean, this past year he wasn't so available, but it's been one year for him. 
Um, right. Where has it been? Like for Eckley, he's been hurt a lot. Um, as yeah. mentioned, Saquon's been hurt a lot. You know what I mean? Derrick um, Henry, I just, uh, I don't know, man. Unless, unless you run the offense where you can feed a running back, 25, 30 times a game, yeah. you know, or, or should I say just, just plus 20. Um, yeah. Unless you're going to give the running back plus 20 a game, man, I mean, I don't know where he fits. Um, that's, he need he need them kind of carries. You know? He's not a few yeah. few carries. And, you know, um, so out the two, I mean, out the, out the crew, um, I will say, I will have to say, you know, without fully knowing who all is out there, yeah, Jacobs will have to be the front runner. Um, mm-hmm. then they got Barkley out there. Yeah, you got yeah. Barkley. Totally probably. Speaking of, of, of Derrick Henry real quick, Kay, I think one of the problems he's going to run into, he's not that transitional third down back that's going to catch it off the backfield. Exactly. You're right. He needs 45 to 50 touches a game, but these are straight handoffs, whereas most of these other guys can play that hybrid type position and catch it on third down out the backfield, where I don't think Derrick Henry gives you that. So hopefully mm-hmm. he'll get his money because his his time in the NFL <laughs> might be coming coming to a close. Mm-hmm. And see, I think he knew that. That's why you know he started giving his speeches and things after after the last game, this that, and the third. Although yeah. it wasn't said publicly, you know, I mean, he was saying it without saying. Um, yeah. But yeah, back to it. Uh, yeah, Jacobs, Eckler, then uh, Saquon, and again, that's just based on ability. Right. Um, Derrick Henry, man, I, like he just said, I mean, he's probably the biggest name, yeah. but he's probably down on that pole, way down on that pole. Again, unless he's going somewhere where, you know, he's going to get heavy touches. You know, yeah. but other than that, uh, he's he's the Carmelo Anthony of the NFL. Remember when the stretch four, <laughs> when the stretch four became, you know, you got to shoot threes and this, this, and this, and Melo still was shooting these seventeen footers, which he's one of the best seventeen foot shooters out there. But hey man, Max. three is worth more than two. You got to develop. You got to. You got to switch the game up. And and Melo, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he refused to, but from what we saw. He didn't switch the game up and got him up out the league. That's Derrick Henry. Hey man, you had to catch you had to catch this ball, you know, five seven yards down the field, not just a screen. You got to be open in the flat. And if he's not willing to do that again, he he the Carmelo Anthony of the NFL. That's great comparison. That's a great comparison. Yeah, and you, when you look at, I'm gonna stay on the Derrick Henry talk. Is like when you look at him, you you gotta look at some the teams that are in the league that um, you know want to they're run heavy first. I mean, you could talk about, um, you know, maybe the, the Patriots again. You know, the Patriots are, are, are you know no one's looking at them, but they seem to be that, that team right now that loves to run the ball and play defense uh, as well. That, that I feel like with Jared Mayo, the new head coach there, I think we're going to see a lot of that because he is a defensive guy. And we know that defensive guys first generally like to play defense first, you know, control the line of scrimmage, run the ball first, and, and, and control the line of scrimmage on the defensive side of the ball as well. I can see him possibly going there. I think that may be good. I think a good fit for him would be Pittsburgh, but they, they're, they're loaded there. You know, they, they, they got Harden there and they got Najee Harris um, as well. So it'll probably be, it'll be, be too crowded there, but just some of the teams that come to, to my, to my, uh, to my head, 
um, right off the bat is the Patriots and, you know, maybe the Colts. The Colts is a, a, another team, you know, that likes to run first um, and then, you know, pass second. They like to run to open up the pass. Um, now, an interesting one, and Saquon Barkley is, I, in my opinion, I think he's the best of this group. So I think, you know, along with uh, Austin Eckler, I think you mentioned it, uh, E, is that he's the most versatile. You know, again, his availability is, can, can can be in question at some times. But if he is available, if he can stay available, I think he's the best of this bunch uh, for sure. Um, now, it's going to be interesting to see. I think we're going to see a lot of the – I think we're going to see, you know, like Barkley, Saquon Barkley possibly be a be a Cowboy. And, you know, Tony Pollard will probably, you know, be somewhere – I don't I, – I can't say. Maybe the commanders. But these guys are going to go follow the paycheck right now. And so wherever they go, whoever has the most cap space, you're probably going to see these guys go there. But if these guys are serious about winning, if they want to win, they want that ring – they want to go to a team that's, you know, uh, that's running back needy and they can help the, you know, they can help that team uh, uh, for sure. So, but I like Saquon Barkley here. I, I think he's the best of the bunch. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about health availability here. And Josh Jacobs, I think Josh Jacobs will remain, you know, in Las Vegas. I think they'll find a way to work out a deal and probably be more incentive laden. Um, than anything, and I think a lot of these guys have to start to look at at that aspect of it too. Is that just you can't look at that the base salary? You got to throw some incentive laden contracts in there uh, as well. And if you can stay on the field, you bet on yourself, and you can you can make a lot of money there um, at, as well. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to say uh, right now, say Quan Barkley, uh, Jacob, Josh Jacobs. I think he's going to be off the market. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. But all these other guys, I see them changing zip codes, if you will. I see them, you know, looking to, uh, you know, have those, their mail forwarded, if you will. Um, real real right. quick, Harold, before we move on. Okay, we mm-hmm. got 17 games in the regular season. Saquon yes, Barkley, sir. give me an over-under on 15 games. Ooh, under, under. I mean, if you're a Then, then, then I can't it, use them. If, okay. if we're going to go under 15, then I can't use them. I, I, well, I, I mean, can look, get – I, I can get the same sure. production out of somebody else that can give me 17. It might take them 17 games to give me the numbers that he'll give me in under 15, but I, I can't use you for big money if you can't give me over 15 games. Now, if you're willing to sign one of these, like you said, incentive late contracts, oh, yeah, come yeah. on, like Bob, Bob, come on down. But if you're out here looking for big, if you're out here looking for big money and you just told me under 15, okay, well, I can't do nothing for you. I guess you no, know, and, and that's a great, and that's a great point there, E. But let me re, let me rephrase, let me let me change my answer up a, just a little bit because the fact of the matter is where he goes and who his his counter, who is uh, the court, the running back along uh, along with him, is he going to be able to uh, you know relieve him, you know, not give him twenty touches a game? So I think right now Saquon Barkley is to to use to use uh, uh, K's number. 20. Um, I think you keep him at 20, just below 20, but you have to give him a team that's going to have a complimentary running back as well, a, a, you know, a change of pace type you running only, back. only 20 touches a game? Uh, yeah, but I, 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 think, I think all of these guys... Okay, well, I don't think Dan, Daniel, no, 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 let's look at just the Giants. Daniel Jones is your quarterback. Ain't no way in hell he can get away with only giving his running back 20 touches. Like you said, he got to have another dude back there that's going to get another 20 touches because if you want Daniel Jones to throw it 50-plus times a game, 
Oh yeah, K-Y. we can wrap. This oh up no, now. that's no, no. I'm <laughs> saying that Saquon Barkley's going elsewhere. No, I'm saying Saquon Barkley oh, okay. is changing zip codes. I'm not. I'm not thinking. Okay. I'm thinking Saquon is not going to be with the Giants. That's how I'm looking at it right now. That's why I'm gotcha. saying. I know I'm not talking about the Giants. I'm talking about other, you know, other organizations there. But you're right there. You're absolutely right. I I, I have no argument or or defense in that. If I was to go that route, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I I think you 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 under 15, man. If he's the featured back. I'm going to say under 15, and I think a lot of these teams are seeing this. Uh, you know, a lot of organizations are seeing this, and that's why these guys are on the market because you know the running back position is becoming obsolete, and these guys right now are their availability is 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 half games, you know, 75% of the games at, at best, and you don't want to pay these guys that amount of money if you if they're only going to work part time. You want to give them full time money, but you, they're only working part time. You can't do that. It's just, it's just not going to. It's not. It doesn't work for the the organization. Um, all right. So uh, good stuff there. Good stuff. Let's switch gears a little bit here. Uh, let's stay on the NFL talk, and I want to talk about uh, e, the, uh, the the man out in Denver, and that's uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has come out and said that he wants to remain a Bronco and win two more uh, titles. <laughs> Well, that, that was funny to say that. But uh, nonetheless, um, y- your thoughts on that, um, th- what do you say? Uh, for one, your thoughts on that, that, you know, his quote there. And two, does he stay or does he go? Hey, what, what's that term the cheering use these days? Cap? Oh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, that's a lot here. There's, cap. No, there's no way he wants to remain a Bronco. After Sean Payton embarrassed you on national TV by yelling at you, then, then took your starting job. You a Super Bowl, you a two-time winning Super Bowl champion, although you keep one of your trophies over at Tom Brady House. You still got two of them. One of them at your, one of them at your house. You keep your other one over at Tom House. But that's not the point. He if and, and Russell's play hadn't diminished to the point where he should have been set. It's not like he just came out here being trash. He still played decent football, but you pretty much the equivalent of being emasculated by the Denver Broncos. Now I respect <laughs> you for saying that okay, you want to stay in Denver because that's the correct, that's the politically correct thing to say. He ain't got a lot of, as, as Special K would say, he ain't got a lot of that dog in him. Because the dog really came on and said, oh, hell no. I'm through. I done played my last <laughs> game over here. When I took my helmet off, I asked the equipment manager, hey, man, where y'all want me to put y'all stuff? Because <clears throat> I, I played my last game here. But, you know, like K said, he ain't got that dog in him. So he said a politically correct thing. Now, I do believe he wants to win two more Super Bowls. But he know damn well it won't be in Denver. Right. I mean, you really? know. You, you you sometimes think like and no matter what you're dealing with, K Wall, we all as humans will take the path of least resistance sometimes. And I think that's what mm-hmm. he's doing. But like I said, the cheering call it cap. And that's what it is yeah. right now. Cap. All right, e, with that being said, E Cap, all right, we got we got some older we got some older listeners and, and we got some foreign foreigner listeners as well. I sent you the numbers and you see where where we get overseas listeners as well. Can you define the, I guess the term or the slang word for cat. Oh, what is, no. what is oh, cat for our I, I, I don't know. I just hear them saying that. I'm assuming oh. it means you lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it means. That's exactly what it means. <laughs> I, I was hoping either you special cat could define it. But yeah, I just hear them saying it. I, I'm not a real big fan of when they say it, but you know, yeah, I was just either. trying to relate to them. Because, hey, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, I'm old school. Old, old as they come, right? So yeah. yeah, you 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 
you you as much can't go and define it for him, but as far oh, as no. I can tell, it means you lie. Yeah, because you know sometimes you know I you know you 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 have kids that, that in, in this generation as do I and K as well. So you know you know, but some of these some of these times you gotta get dictionaries out. I gotta go to Google sometimes. <laughs> listen to these young kids sometimes. So I say, cat, why are you saying cat? Why you can't say lie? They they both have the same amount of letters. I don't understand what's the difference in in, in that and who brought that up. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right there, man. Um, as far as uh, 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 Russell Wilson goes, but uh, K, what say you? Nonetheless. It's cap. It's cap. You know, yeah, man. Uh, Russell just he, he he making sure that money stay right. I ain't mad at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Don't nobody want no troublemaker coming in the house. You know. So Russell looking like a good guy right now. I mean, we talking millions. We ain't talking fifteen, twenty an hour. So I ain't mad at it. You know what I mean? Well, Here's the thing real quick on Special K, talking about money. If yeah. he don't ever play another down in the NFL, Denver He's owes straight. him thirty thirty Denver owes him thirty nine million dollars. Hey yeah. would you if 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 your current employee, I won't say the name, but if they owed you thirty nine million K <laughs> and they told you, Hey, don't bother to show up no more, would you have any problems with it? Um Oh, um, yeah. But see, we talking, we talking, we talking football, man. And some some people really have that passion to play. You know what I'm saying? So he gonna say the right thing, man. Thirty nine million can buy my passion. (laughs) You know, but that's the same reason why some people play longer than they, you know, longer than they should because. You know, some people just had a love for the game like that. You know what I mean? Uh, so, but yeah, back to it though. He it's it's cap. You know, he just being a company man right now. I don't think he's gonna play another down for Denver. Not with Sean Payton. Though. So yeah, um, right. and neither does he. He, he's yeah. not the either thing yeah. he is either. But again, hey man, he got third. Unless he go in there and tell um, whoever run the organization, hey look man, y'all owe me thirty nine million whether I'm here or not. And we, my family, comfortable here. We don't want to have to move. So you might as well keep me on on the roster. I mean, what yeah. y'all want to do? Because I'm gonna cost you thirty nine million either way you look at it. <laughs> yeah, and, and and look at it this way, man. I, I'm gonna say it's. Uh... I'm not going to even try to date. I'm going to say it's a lie, too. And same reason you have it's a lie. I'm going to say it's a lie. But, yeah, because if you look at it, um, you know, you look at it, ladies and gentlemen, he put, they put the house up for sale. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Oh, they I didn't they, know that. They, they put the house up for sale. I when I learned that. Yeah, Shakira, <laughs> Shakira, and put. I mean, uh, Sierra. Sierra. So that's Shakira. Shakira. That's Shakira. Sierra. Yeah, that's why I got it. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Sierra, him and Sierra put their uh, twenty-five million dollar home um, up for sale. So he knows he, he knows the writing on the wall. What he's trying to do, he's trying to politic. He's trying to market himself to make himself look like a uh, a team player. And you know, he said he wants to stay there. You know, but he knows that Denver's going to be the ones that ultimately release him or trade him or whatever. Um, you know, his destiny may be, and he's going to go and try to go into his next uh his next uh organization his his next uh chapter if you will 
um, in a good speech. Now, listen, I, I said I wanted to be there. I said I wanted to win two, two titles because he wants to make himself look like he's a, a good teammate, he's a good employee, and he's still motivated. That's what he's. That's what he's trying to. He's trying to prove his worth. I get that. I mean, that's the route you have to take. I mean, like you, you like you always say, that's the politically correct answer that you have to give, professional answer that you have to give when you're faced with questions of such. So I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, he, he's definitely out of there. Where he goes, E, I'm going to pose this next question real quick. Where do you see him go? Because I think we're all in agreement that he's no longer going to be in Denver. Where do you see him? Where do you see him landing at uh, uh, this this season? Now that, that that's tough. I mean, because I did read something where he may be willing to take, you know, not gouge a team, take less money. Because again, he got the 39 million coming from from Denver. Now, if it's right. like Kay said, if he just wants to play for the sheer love of the game, I know Washington got like $96 million in cap space over there, so the Commanders will be a good landing spot, but if he wants to truly win two more Super Bowls somewhere, that mm-hmm. automatically exits them off the list. But most <laughs> sure. of the teams, think about it, most of the teams that are in contention to win a Super Bowl got their guy. So exactly. it's really tough to say where he's going to win, given what he said. Now, if he just want to do a money grab, I, I think the commanders are, are, are the best spot because, again, they got, 96, they got the second pick in the draft, and they got $96 million in cap space. You bring in Russell Wilson, you take a quarterback at two, and let him sit behind Russ. I mean, because you got plenty of money. But, again, if he mm-hmm. wants to win <coughs> a Super Bowl, now, Kay's team down here just about 45 minutes south of me, those Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they, uh, me and Kay were texting the other day, and, and, and Kay, I don't want to spoil your thunder, but Kay not a big fan of Baker Mayfield. Kay said let him walk. Wow. So, I mean, you, you can bring him into Tampa because Tampa is somewhat built to win now if they can get this Mike Evans thing together because they got the defense yeah. over there. I'm just trying yeah. to look at teams who can contend who don't have their guy. And I, off the top of my head, I really can't give you anybody. Um, but I'd be yeah. interested in what you guys have to say. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And, and and going back to the commanders real quick, since you brought that team up, I don't think that's an attractive destination right now. They just had a coaching change. And I don't know if you guys know, today FedEx um, just ended their, uh, ended their uh, relationship uh, with the, uh, the Washington Commanders Stadium. And I and to be honest with you, I don't know why they didn't do it a long time ago. Uh, I was there about four or five years ago, however long it was, with my son to watch the 49ers versus the Commanders. I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, worst stadium. I haven't been to a lot of stadiums, but I'll tell you one thing. That is a horrible-looking stadium for sure. Um, so, yeah, I see why FedEx, you know, ended their uh, their deal with them. Uh, I think it was like $250 million, whatever the number was or is. So they're looking for a new sponsor for their stadium um, as well. So that's going to be interesting to see, especially with a coaching change coming there, how they're going to sell that. I don't know. But nonetheless, e, I don't see him going there. I don't think he'll go there, E, if he does. Well, no, no. I, I, I just said oh, yeah. them because I know they got money. And if yeah. he's looking for a money grab, that, that's yeah. the reason I said them. Okay, I got you. I got you. Uh, so yeah, so uh, yeah, if that's what it is, if he goes there either, you know, it, obviously it's a money grab uh, situation, and he's not serious about winning two Super Bowls, as you mentioned. Um, okay, what say you? And uh, give me your thoughts and opinions on that. And as far as you know, what do you you know? Is he going to stay with Denver? Is he out? Um, do you believe him? Uh, um, 
and and where do you, and if you do if you have any team in mind, where do you see him possibly landing? He's definitely out. Um, okay. Where where I see him possibly landing, man, that's that's rough, man. I don't think I don't think nothing's gonna shake until after the draft, unless it's a team that's put together already. Say like my Bucks or um, to me, man. I mean, I, I, y'all y'all it made Washington sound real bad, man. I don't think Washington that far off. They do got some offensive pieces. They just need somebody to drive the bus right. Um, defense may need a little help, but uh, they traded the house. But you know that that opens up money for free agents. Um, so yeah, I, I, Washington might not be a bad look. I mean, Magic is running the ship over there, a part of the team running the ship. So we'll see. Uh, but as far as where I think he's gonna land, man, I I, I look at destinations where Sierra can make money. Um, that would be Vegas. Yeah, there. Yeah, there. Uh, uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. No, future future living in Atlanta, KJ. That's out. Oh Lord. <laughs> hey, listen. Did you see the video? Um, at the All Star game, wasn't that uh future son that Russell Wilson had out there shooting basketball? Yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah but if I'm Russell, I don't, I, I don't need them type of problems. Though. We know. I'm, yeah, I, if, I'm Russell, if I'm we, we if I'm on. Russell, that's the biggest flex ever. No, no. Hey, we're not, we, we we're not here to break Atlanta. up happy homes, y'all. We're not here to break now up we, happy homes. No, I ain't trying to do all that. I'm just saying. I know, I know. I'm messing with y'all. He done flexed a little bit here and there before. You know what I'm saying? You know, he ain't come in the media and say this, that, and the third. But, you know, he done did a few little things where, you know, supposedly Future done did this, that, and that. And next thing you know, you see a video of Russ and the Sun. So, you know, it's a lot of little phony out there, you know. But uh, I mean that, that would be that would be a flex though. That would be a super flex. I'm king of your time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm, there, I'm on that oh, good shit alcohol. I got the hey. damn. I can call. Yeah. I don't know I mean, what I would I'm, do when I talk. I'm a ball to call the I'm <laughs> sitting at the table with the billionaires of the city. You know, little millionaire. I'm sitting at the table with the billionaire. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm the king of your city. I'm on the headlines of your newspaper. You know Oof. who town this is? Mine or yours? Right. And, 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 yeah, and, and you got the Super Bowl in there. Yeah, and, and and I don't I don't see that happening, man. I, I I think Russ, in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, um, I, I think Russ is tapped out. To be honest with you, I think he's going to try to milk. Um, the NFL or whatever organization for as much money as he, he possibly can. Um, I think he's lost his interest in playing football. You know, he's gotten he's gotten the ring, he's gotten the uh, gotten that contract. Um, I think he's all about you know all about Sierra right now, and and he's following her. And, and my 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 father, rest in rest in peace, told me that he never follow never follow a woman. You know, never follow a woman. So if you're a real man, you don't follow a woman. So that's um, but that's what he's that's what he's doing right now. And but yeah, if you, I, I guess you know if you if you're making as much money as um, as uh, as Russ is, you know, on the field, uh, and then you, you can pretty much do whatever you want to do. Uh, to be honest with you, but I don't see him back with the Broncos. I see him. Um, I see him being. 
We're going to talk about this next quarterback before I say Atlanta because I got another quarterback before we before after our break. Um, but Atlanta's a possibility there, um, and that's the only place that I can really see him taking off. Kay, you you brought up you know you brought up uh, you brought up uh, your your Bucks man, and you say you don't want uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think they they're coming to a deal or something of that nature. It looks like they're uh, possibly um, close to a deal, but Russ is probably going to demand more than what you can give Baker. And, and Baker wasn't wasn't a bad fit there, uh, in my opinion. All right, so, but we'll see we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But Russ is definitely out of Denver. Where he lands, I'm going to say right now, um, the perfect spot for maybe Minnesota. Um, you know, yeah, but you guys are talking about this money, man. You're talking about where he wants to go to, 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 uh, to, you know, make a name for us, not a name for himself, but, you know, a, a place where he can, you know, keep that money going, uh, a big market town and where that is right now is probably Atlanta. It's probably Atlanta, but I got a different quarterback that I got. I see that's going to be there, ladies and gentlemen. So let's do this. Let's get into our next break. When we come back, I'll tell you exactly who I think is the best fit for those Atlanta Falcons. E. Scott's favorite team. Yeah, right. <laughs> for sure. So uh, with that being said, we're going to take a quick pause. Again, you know where you're at because you're here. Hey, Sports Talk with K-Walk. E. Scott, never had it so good sports radio. Hey, guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamel Reef, master killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Take your football game to the next level with the National Youth Football League. The National Youth Football League is powered by former NFL players and great coaches across the United States. They provide student-athletes with opportunities to play football year-round. Spring leagues in the greater Triangle area are now forming for ages 5 to 18. To pre-register, log on to NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. That's NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. Vintage Labs Collection, 
We are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. Welcome back, welcome back to Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, uh, we were talking about uh, talk about NFL free agents, talking about Russell Wilson. Um, want to stay on the NFL talk real here, real, real quick here, guys. And and E, I want to talk about. I think it's in my opinion, <clears throat> I think he's the uh, the hottest commodity right now. There's so many. Uh, rumors circulating about this guy, man. Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Will he be traded? And would you love him to have him on your team as well? So many. I got a loaded. It's still a loaded question for you, E. But we're talking about Justin Fields, man. Justin Fields, young talent, man. Now we see that he he can take over a game. He's definitely, um, if you want to use the term, game changer. He's a game changer. He can use his legs, right system. His arm could be um, just as equally as, uh, as effective. Uh, here, E. Give me your thoughts and opinions on uh, Justin Fields. What will uh, Chicago do, you know, with Justin Fields? Should they keep him? I mean, they have the, the you know number one. They have uh, two top uh, two top uh, ten picks in this year's draft, and you got uh, a quarterback here, man. That, um, in my opinion, is a, is a, is, a, is a franchise quarterback. So, what say you about the the situation of Justin Fields and Chicago? What will they do with him, and uh, and and where do you see him landing if you don't see him staying in Chicago? Now, here's the thing with Justin Fields, K. Wild. I, I hear all the stuff that you're probably hearing about him, but one thing people are not talking about: none of this is Justin Fields' decisions. He has absolutely no say <laughs> in this whatsoever, at all. I mean, it's not like like that, nobody's asking him, will you be in Chicago next year? Because, again, <laughs> he has no say in it. Now, would right. he be a good friend in Atlanta? You got B. John Robinson. You got Kyle Pitts over there. I think he yeah. would be. But in Chicago, you got you got to go with the devil you know, which is Fields. Yeah, you got two yeah. early first-round picks, and you could go get, get Caleb Williams. But you don't know if he's going to be better than Fields. And the reason I say that because Fields is pretty good. I mean, so, yeah. you know, what are you looking for? The BBD, the bigger, better deal. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think the problem in Chicago is development. Y'all really haven't developed yeah. Fields. I don't think you're going to be able to develop Caleb Williams. So at this point, you invest your time and money in the field. Let's go with the devil that you know. I think he should remain a bear. But, again, when I hear all the pundits talking about him or whatever, the part of this they leave out, Fields has absolutely no say in this whatsoever. It's completely 100% um, Chicago's decision. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you there, but I'm, let me get Kay's uh, thoughts on the parents, and I'll, I'll, of course I'll provide mine. Kay, what, what say you about the situation with uh, Justin Fields and, and the Chicago Bears? Um, I'm with E, man. I think uh, I think Chicago should roll with him. Um, I mean, 
when I watch games, man, I kind of try to look at it through a different eye, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, Justin Fields gets a little more criticism than he should get. Now, he's a little sensitive, um, but he, he, he just wants to win, you know. And yeah. when I grew up, you know, 80s, 90s, um, some of the biggest crybabies on the team were the best players. You know, so Always. I ain't mad at all the crime and, and the sensitivity and all that there. Um, I don't think he's terrible. You know, um, you know, like I said about James, I don't think there's a, a you know, 30, 30 in the NFL that's better than him. You know what I mean? 30 mm-hmm. stars. So if I'm Chicago, um, I know what I got, and I'm, I'm going to roll with him, man, and, and, and try to see if he's going to progress. I mean, you got to remember, you had a young guy. You know, yeah. um, and if people not, uh, if people stop living in the, uh, uh, I forget the term, but the, the point is, you know, just prisoner of the moment. Play, yeah, prisoner of the moment. Looking at players mm-hmm. like Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, and say, oh yeah, we need to draft somebody that's ready now. People forget, man. That first year, he sat. You know, he, he didn't play. <laughs> he yeah. sat. You know, yeah. and, and the next year they gave him the keys. You know what I mean? You put some of these other guys in in in, in the in the lions being right off the bat, man. You, you're mm-hmm. killing their ego. You you're making them hesitant. You know what I'm saying? They're going through sacks and um, yeah. You know, not not now they're they're looking to run before you know the play. You know, it's it's a domino yeah. effect, is what I'm saying. Right. So, um, but to me, he's not terrible. Um, he does make some plays. They've had some games where. You see some 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 potential. Um, I hate using greatness. I'm gonna say some some goodness. Um, so yeah, if I'm if I'm Chicago, you stick with him um, because you don't know what you're gonna you're gonna get out of K1. Yeah, you could be the the next goat. Or he could be the next trope. You know what I mean? They could go the other way. You know what I mean? So um, stay with what you got. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with you there, man, because I, I just, when you look at what they have, man, and, and if you're going to continue to always bring in a um, a, a new quarterback, that's going to set you back. Set, that's going to set you back at least four or five years every time you bring a, a new quarterback in here, man. And and Justin Fields, what you got to do is you have to see that he's a talent. If you're going to go out there and ask for a number one pick, for I mean, a first-round pick for him, that means you expect him, you know, you, you see the talent in him. You see the value in him. So why not build around this young man? Because quarterbacks are not, you know, quality quarterbacks, elite quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks are not falling out of the tree if you shake it. They're not. They're, they're far and few in between. And you have to understand that. And if you got the guy, and Justin Fields is that guy, man. And um, I, I think personally – they should keep them, but from what I'm hearing, you know, they want to go on Caleb Williams, uh, and 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 hey, you stole my term, man. You go with the devil, you know, man. You <laughs> stole my term. That's the one term I use all the time. Go with the devil, you know, man, because you know what he's going to give you. He's familiar with the organization. He's familiar with the personnel around him for the most part. You brought in DJ Moore for a reason, and you see what happened when DJ Moore, when they traded for DJ Moore, and how he elevated, meaning uh, Justin Fields, how much his play elevated once DJ Moore got there. Surround those guys with your needs. You know what you need. The quarterback is 
quarterback position is, is set, man. It's set for you guys if you're willing to commit to these guys. And you guys are continually to, to turn, you know, um, change your quarterbacks, change your head coaches. I mean, you're never you're going to set yourself back years after years after years, man, if you continue to do that um, uh, without question, man. So with that being said, man, is, um, yeah, I – I'm going to go with that they're going to trade him, I think, because there's a lot of value out there for where they're picking at right now and how many teams want him. I think he ultimately lands in Atlanta. E, I know you don't want to hear that. I know you don't want to see that, bro. But Because if, if, if Atlanta adds him to their mix, like you mentioned all the names, B. John Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, um, that's a heck of an offense with Kyle. I mean, with uh, with Justin uh, Fields' arm and his legs, and that's 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 scary for the AFC South. That that really is. And, oh, you know what? I forgot. I keep forgetting. K K, you're an NFC South guy. You may not want to see that um, either. But I think they should keep him. Go ahead, go ahead. I see you chopping up. No, I, 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 I will I will say this for both me mm-hmm. and K. <laughs> they had two Super Bowls. I have one. Atlanta mm-hmm. was up in the Super Bowl, twenty-eight to third quarter, and they lost. So as a staff, a record label, and as a crew, Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> but they all had the same coaches there, though. Eh? So I should be hurting on that one. I should be hurting more than anybody <laughs> in this conversation right now. <laughs> But yeah, let me ask you this question though. Yeah, yeah. Well, you kind of, you, you kind of. I guess we've been doing this for so long together. You kind of um, answered my question: Is would you rather have Derek Carr or would you rather have Justin Fields on your team right now? I take the dude that Atlanta started last year, and I don't even know who that was over Derek Carr. I uh, feel about uh, Derek Carr. I feel about Derek Carr, how Kay feels about Baker Mayfield. I gladly take wow. Baker, and I don't even think Baker that good. I just don't wow. like Derek Carr at all. So, yes, I would okay. love to have Fields over Derek Carr. I'd like uh, to see Derek Carr in Atlanta. Let me clarify a little bit. Let me clarify a little bit. Ain't that I won't take Baker, but you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's, it's Baker – or we got the opportunity to re-sign Mike and go get somebody else, let's go get somebody else. I ain't that high on Baker Totem Pole. But, um, you know, if if he come back or whatever and it all worked out, we got Mike back, we got Levante back, hey, I'm I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. we, was, we was all right last year and we should have won some more games. So, K-Walk, I know what it was now. What triggered me when I saw the Temple and Shaq Barrett go, I sent K a text. Yeah, I'm like, hey, man, what's, what's going on with Shaq Barrett? And K was like, we ain't got the money to pay him. I was like, well, restructure Baker's $18 million and sign Shaq. K said, let him walk out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let Absolutely. the door go let, let me ask you this, K. With that being said, did, they, did Shaq not want to restructure his deal? Is that what the reason was? They let him go? Um, well, I don't know, think they know. even tried to restructure because Shaq didn't oh, have okay. a great year. Right. And, you know, um, however, um, on the moral side of it, remember the man just lost his daughter. Um, so, oh, you yeah. know, he was, due to have a, yeah. he was due to have a bad year. But That's the type of player he is with being let go, man, he going to come by so motivated next year. I hope whoever gets him, we don't have to play them. 
You know what right. I mean? Because he, he's, he's one of those players. He gets yeah. motivated when he's cut. He was cut from Denver, came to us and balled. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's the kind of player you don't light a fuse on. You know what I mean? So he's right. he going to get paid somewhere, and they're going to let him back on the field. Excuse the background noise. My fault. Um, there you go. But, yeah, man, it's it's uh, we strapped with money, man. We We strapped. Uh, I don't know how, but we strapped. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, you know what? Uh, I'm going to stay with you on this one, Kay, because you, you brought this up. Because that's what actually I was going with is that, you know, where are, you know, is it that they can get under the cap even more because they can restructure certain deals. Uh, I know they want to pay Mike Evans. And I mean, I think that's that's the number one. Uh, I think that's their number one goal is to get Mike, keep Mike Evans there. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong in saying that. But they have to restructure deals, and if they're able to do that, they can fall under the cap. Um, what say you about that? What's the talk? I know you're a Bucks guy, so you're more dialed into it than you know than I am, and probably most of our listeners um, as well. But what are you hearing about how they're they're they're, they're uh, trying to get under that cap? Um, to be honest, man, um, if it ain't made headlines. And I really ain't been paying attention. Um, yeah. I, I wait to okay, I wait to I wait to sign it there. You know what I'm saying? Well, once that opens, okay. then I I get a little more focused, man. Because everything right now Fair is enough. just something to make a headline. You know, um, it's not Fair real enough. news. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't yeah. I ain't I ain't shifty. You know, um, <laughs> not too many. People you know what I'm saying? Are, they ain't, they ain't hitting my 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 eight cell phones. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but. If, if you ask me what I would love, man, um, go and let Devin walk. Um, make wow. sure you sign Levante David. Uh, he's a he's a he's an anchor. Um, make sure you sign Mike Evans. Um, them boys did it together, man. They want to stay together. Um, Levante has said he wants to. Uh, if he don't resign with the Bucks, he's retired. Um, okay. So, you know that's 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 what. That hurt my heart, man. <laughs> yeah. That man's a baller. You know what right? I mean? And I don't think he get enough respect in the league, uh, along with Mike Evans. And I think it's because we are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we don't have that big marketing <laughs> oh, uh, machine behind us or whatnot. Um, but, you know, hey, hey, regardless of what we got behind, we got two lanes, so we good. Um, but I want them boys to come back, man. I think they can still play. Um, neither one of them shows signs of being of slowing down or whatnot. Um, so yeah, make sure you bring them two back, man, and fit everybody else in behind. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see that NFC South is going to be very interesting to see. So with that being said, E, uh, what's the you about your 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 Saints? Um, they restructured Carr's deal as much as you don't like him. He's helping your team right now by restructuring that deal and open up more cap space. And apparently they're going to do that with a couple of other players as well to bring some, some key guys in here. So with that being said, what do you like to see from your saints? What do you, what, what are the needs, um, you know, uh, as far as being competitive uh, to not only to win the South, but to make a, a deep playoff one as well. Well, I don't think I don't think that Derek Carr he can restructure all he wants to. I don't think he's capable <laughs> of doing that. I just don't think he's good enough. I think our major key is getting um, AK-41 
under a long-term deal. I know they don't believe in paying running backs, but he right. he, he he is the grease that makes this wheel not squeak. I mean, because we're going to lose a slant boy. That's Michael Thomas in a cap casualty because even though the two guys, Carr and the other guy that we restructured, we were still like 18 mil over the cap. And if we – and uh, Slant Boy has restructured like the last two contracts. I don't think yeah. he's going to be able to do that anymore. But I do like Alave, so we're still solid at receiver. But we got to have somebody that can get him the ball. I mean, you mm-hmm. got caught yelling at Alave. And if I'm Alave, I'm like, hey, man, in this equation – I, I I am A, you are B in the, in this <laughs> equation. I mean, so you you can't. But I mean, you know, that's just the inner workings of, of football. But I think we got to solidify AK forty one. We got to sure up that offensive line if we're going to keep Carr. And defense is getting old too. I mean, you got Cam Jordan who's been in the league forever. You got the Honey Badger at safety. He getting a little long in the tooth. You got Lattimore yeah. corner, which is still solid, but ability and availability. He gets hurt. We weak over yeah. on the other side. Um, we we solid that linebacker with Mario Davis, but I mean we just I, we're not one or two players away. And and I think getting rid of Carr is addition by subtraction. We need to, we, he he got to go, but. We, the way we restructured his contract, they put most of it in the signing bonus, and it's still yeah. going to be, you know, it's going to be dead money. So we kind of stuck with him, even though him restructuring it does open up for us to try to get under the cap and bring somebody in. But I, I don't even know what piece we need to bring in other yeah. than a quarterback. Yeah, man, and, and, and I don't, I don't either. Uh, e, and you know, I know we got to, we got to move on, and you know, I. I um, but I have to ask you these guys, you guys, this question because the the quarterback that I'm going to ask you about, you're both familiar with him because he's played for both of your teams, and I think you guys both know where I'm going with this guy, and that's Jameis Winston. E, I know he's not going to be a, a saint. I, I can't say too much about the Bucks, but you know, um, Jameis Winston, man, I, I'm I'm a I'm a fan of Jameis. Even my Florida Gator fan, and he's he's a seminal uh, he's a seminal guy. Um, I think he still is he's, he's serviceable. I think he can still win some games for teams. E, where say you about uh, Jameis Winston? Can he still be serviceable? Can he start somewhere or be a quality backup somewhere? And then E, I mean, okay, after E goes, you know, I'll pose the same question to you. But what say you, E? I'm going to say quality backup. I don't know if he can still be a, a quality starter. I mean, of course he can start somewhere because they, they'll send everybody out there to start. Look at what Atlanta did last year. But um, um, I think he can still be a serviceable backup. I think when you took the keys from Jameis Winston and gave them to the Red Rifle, that that pretty much put the nail in his coffin as a saint. And then you go yeah. out and you bring Derek Carr in and – Evidently, there hasn't been a lot of teams checking for Jameis because he keeps re-signing one-year deals with us for little to no yeah. money. I mean, it would be big money for you, me, and Kay. But in NFL terms, he's not making you know, that much money. So what that leads me to believe, there's not a lot of teams checking for him. Okay. All right, good stuff. Kay, what say you about, 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 about Jameis? What's... Man, y'all know I love Jameis, man. Um, I know. So uh, I think Jameis just gets a bad uh, – Jameis gets a bad rap, man. I mean, they they, they hang that 30 for 30 on his head, 
and, and give him interception names and whatever, whatever. You hey, know, 5, again, five thousand yards, man. Stay positive. Five thousand right. yards as well. And, and like I say, <laughs> you could put the you could put the interceptions against some of the best or some of the people that they say are going to eventually be in the Hall of Fame, man. And then they time they first five years or whatever as a starter, they right there with him. You know what I mean? But he's yes, so highlighted my, um, for interceptions. And then, you know, some of the things he did this past season, I, I truly believe a lot of frustration doesn't help it. However, they ain't 32 better than him. You know what I'm saying? So, I agree. Um, um, will he get a shot? Hard to say. Um, should he get a shot? Absolutely. Um, but I think it'll be one of those situations where, where he will get brought in as a backup. You know, yeah. somebody gets hurt, and, uh, you know, he gets his time to shine. Um, I think he was done real dirty in, in New Orleans this past season. I mean, hell, he, you putting a hurt man on the field before a healthy man. I mean, that doesn't make sense, man. And, and, and the one game where Carr got hurt against the Bears, I think he had 100 yards through three quarters. James had 100 and a quarter and a half. You know what I mean? So, um I think he just fitted better with that offense in New Orleans, and he never got a chance to show it. Um, but back to the, the true question, uh, he should get a shot, um, but will he? That remains to be seen. Yeah, I, I think he'll definitely get a, a, a new shot. I mean, another shot. Where it is, I, I think it's up to it's, – obviously, it's going to be up to him. Wherever he says it feels like it's going to be the best fit, what system fits the, uh, the best for him. Um and I know he's not going to wish this upon any 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 player in in the league, let alone a quarterback. But you know he's going to look at a quarterback that's probably, you know, I don't I don't want to use that term, but nonetheless he's going to go he's going to look at the right situation for him. And 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 I hope he gets that opportunity, man. I really do because I I even though he's a Florida State guy and I'm a Gator fan, I, I like Jameis Winston, man. I, I really do. I think he you know he he's shown that he can do it. 30 and 30, yeah, we, we, we all know about that. If you don't know what that means, ladies and gentlemen, look Jameis Winston up, 30 and 30. But he put up 30 touchdowns, positive, and 5,000 yards. It's passive. And, uh, he's, he's done. He did definitely in the record books for sure. All right, uh, where we at in time? Looking at the time right now. All right, what I want to do is I'm not going to grab a break. I'm going to – what I want to do is I want to uh, just switch gears a little bit. And I want to talk about um, – I want to talk about uh, some college uh, basketball here, E and K, and K, and our listeners, because I have to get this in. I have to get this on our show. And I don't know if you guys saw what took place between uh, uh, between Duke and um, oh my God, why, why is that team the storm the court storming um, where their top guy got hurt, uh, Filipowski got hurt there, E and. It looked like it was kind of it was it was a little bit too much, but nonetheless, uh, a lot of people took um, exception to it with the court storming. We've seen court storming, you know, for as long as we've been watching basketball. And if you don't know what that is, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been living under a rock, it's what happens is when a lower seed team or an underdog. Um, uh, wins a game that they're not expected to win, and they're on their home court. And what they what happens is when they lose that when they win that game, the the fans rush the court. E, we saw it with Filipowski. We saw it with Caitlin Clark as well, Iowa um, a star there, Caitlin Clark. 
should and a lot of people are posing this question, you know, I've got to pose it here on Sports Talk with K Walking East Scott. Should court storming be banned? E? What say you? It, it was Wake Forest and Duke, and Wake now court storming is dangerous. But <laughs> I, I don't know how you can ban it. I mean, because you can only have so much. It's not like in a football field where you got to jump over fences and come down from the stands and run out there. And in basketball, you already right there. And, and you know, they can just run out there, you know, at any time. But now just specifically to these two isolated events, uh, the Duke one and the Caitlin Clark one. The Caitlin Clark one, I felt bad for her because I really thought her, her safety was in jeopardy through nothing she had done. But in the case of the Duke player, K-Walk, he was being a sore loser. He initiated mm-hmm. contract, yes. and it just didn't go how he thought it was going to go. Now, granted, I don't think dudes should be hurt. But, again, you also, you know, just like you just said, hey, well, this has been going on from the test of time. You know this is going to happen. You also got to take some measures to keep yourself safe. Now, if you get hurt or run over, I mean, it, it might happen. But you can't be out here initiating contact with fans and then you get hurt and then now you want to cry and say, you know, course storming is bad. So I got mixed feelings about the whole thing or whatever. I mean, could it be managed a little better? I'm going to go with yes. How are you going to do that? I have the, the slightest idea. That's above my pay grade. But, again, like I said, in the Cortland Clark um, incident, I felt for her safety, and she did nothing to cause this. Your boy from Duke, hey, man, get your ass out the way if you don't want yeah. this to happen. I mean, he was six seven. I mean, he's one mm-hmm. of these dudes out there. Wasn't nobody running to him to hurt him. He out there because he'd have lost trying to engage with fans. So, like like we were talking about Cam and the cheering earlier, whose fault was it? Yes. In this particular case, AK, well, I got to put about 90% of the fault on him because he could have gotten out of the way. Yeah, I, I, I can't agree with you there, Maury E., but I'll give my thoughts and opinions. But, um, K, what say you about the situation? I think I think too much being made out of it. However, it's happening too often. Um because, you know, I, I, I guess it's viral moments now. Everything is about going viral. Um, so I think there should be some kind of uh pushback on it. Um you know, so 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 it'll slow down, you know what I mean? Um, because you back in the day, right, when you storm the court or whatever, you storm the court when you beat a, a team that you weren't supposed to beat. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a, a no-name or whatever. Let's say Air Water beat Kentucky. You know, that's a reason to storm the court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you win some kind of conference title or something. That's a reason to storm the court. But now right. they storm the court just because they – you know, hey, we beat this team, or, you know, we beat that team, or we just want to storm the court. Like, come on, man, let's, let's cut it out. <laughs> you know, and people are starting to get hurt. Um, you know, folks y'all mentioned or whatnot in different situations. I think it's all just blown out of proportion, to be honest. Um, but it does need to slow down a little bit. Yeah. 
This is how I feel about it, man. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with, with what both of you have said. Um, I, I, I like it. I mean, I'm a college basketball fan, so I like it when it happens, unless it happens to my team, of course. But um, nonetheless, um, I, I just think it has to be managed a little bit better. I think you you alluded to that, uh, Ian and, and Kay. I just think that once it, um, you know, once the uh, the the, uh, the clocks hit hit double zero, triple zero, quadruple zero, whatever it, it comes up at that time, um, it is that then you say you you make sure that the players are cleared of the court, and then you allow the players, I mean uh, the the fans to to storm the court. And I think that's the the best thing because it can happen to an, uh, the the opposing player. It can happen to your best player as well. We've seen that. So I, I think I like it. I don't think you should get rid of it. I just think you should manage it a little bit better. Um, in, in my opinion, just allow these guys to to, to leave the court, to leave the court. Um, you know, and then you got and then, then the fans can come on because I like it because college basketball. Have some of the best have some of the best fans in all of college basketball, um, and even college football. We've seen college football a little different. We we seen back in the day, you know, Cal Stanford that type deal would cause you know uh, the, the the Cal ban and all that stuff that you know to take place. So um, I I don't think you should eliminate it. Court storming should take place. These fans are coming out here. They're engaged. And you see some of these players and you look at, I mean, some of these uh, fans and you look at some of these fans when they show uh, like the studio, the, uh, the student uh, body, uh, you know, audience or a section, I should say. Um, and you look at some of these, you're like, you, you're a basketball fan. And you don't, you look at them and you don't think that they're basketball, fans, but they're there. They're, they're there to have a good time. They're there to see their team where they're supporting their, their alma mater. So yeah, allow it to happen. Just manage it just a little bit better just to just give it time because even in that duke wake forest game uh there was still 0. 0.8 0. 0.8 seconds left uh, remaining in that game i should say um and you know and, and it didn't allow them to get off the court uh, uh you know at that at that particular time but duke couldn't have won that game you know at 0. 0.8 0. 0.00 whatever the case may be but yeah keep court storming just manage it a little bit better all right ladies and gentlemen that that ends our our, our show here as far as far as uh, the sports talk portion of it, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time of the show, and if you're a long time listener, you already know. If you're a first time listener, stay on your toes. It's time for uh, East Scott's entertainment segment. All right, so we're gonna take a quick pause. When we come right back, turn it over to East Scott Sports Talk with K Walk and East Scott. Never had it so good. Sports Radio. Uh, <laughs> how you do that, dip? How you do that death? New Orleans, that good. How you do that death? Let me get a big child. How you do that death? Three four Mississippi. How you do that death? Alabama, Atlanta. How you do that death? Who that? They want to do that. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I think I dialed up a pretty good one for you tonight. Um. Uh, K-Walk, you were the big one last week, so we're going to start with you. What we got tonight, and I think this one will be high scoring. It's a 19 of them on the board, and I think they're pretty easy. But it just it does, you're going to question yourself with some of them. But you'll, you, it'll all make sense here in a few minutes. The What we're doing tonight, ring trivia. I'm going to give you a particular player from either the NFL, the NBA, or Major League Baseball. I'm going to give you a player, and you got to tell me how many rings did this player win. 
Uh, again, I think wow. some of them are fairly obvious, and then some of them you got to think. Well, did he, you know, you know whatever, whatever, but it'll make sense. Okay, well, we're going to start with you. One through 19 on the board. All right. Let's, Three uh, let's go. Got you. Let's go. Uh, I'm always going to start with number one. Number one, how many rings does John Sally have? John Sally, how many oh. rings does he have? All right, he had three. Uh, I'm going to say five because I think he had two with Detroit and three with the Bulls. So five, final answer. That is actually incorrect. Okay, you can steal. How many rings does John Sally have? Four, final answer. Four is the correct answer. He has two with the Pistons, one with the Bulls, one with the Lakers. Oh, he had one with the lake. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. So you got to gotta ask yourself, like, you know, dudes that re-chase at the end of their career or whatnot. But like I said, it'll all make sense as we go on. Uh, so, yeah. okay, we on you. Let me get 13. Number 13. Ooh, daily double. Of course, I'm in trouble. Uh, you have five points. You can risk up to 10. Let me get a 10-piece chicken. Daily Devil, how many rings does Ron Harper have? Ron, Ron Harper, Harper, how many rings does he have? I know this. Dang. Of course he would get that. Uh, four, five Unfortunately, that is incorrect. That puts you at a negative five. Ooh. So, uh, so uh, K-Walk, you said you know for no points? How many rings oh. does he have? I thought he had four, too, so I was going to say four as well. So. No, nah, he actually has five. He has three with the Bulls, two with the Lakers. I two I with, the Lakers. with the Lakers. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I, yeah, 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 two with the Lakers, yeah. Uh, so we got ourselves a game. K-Walk, we're back on you. All right, give me a number. What are we at? Oh, give me 19 here, man. Give me a number 13, 13. One, oh, no. Wait, 13, took 13, okay, 13, yeah, 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 I know. yeah, 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 I just realized that. 15, 1, 5. Number 15, how many rings does Derek Fisher have? Um, wow, Derek Fisher, he was with the... D-Fish. Yeah. Matt Barnes, I um, what is it right now. Um, I don't know, bro. I know he has a ton. Um... Four, five, four, five, or six. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say, no, four, four. I'll answer. Such K, you can steal. That's incorrect. Uh, how many rings did Derek Fisher have? Matt Barnes coming to take all of them. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that a lot, man. Uh, I'm gonna say two. Find out. That's more than two. Incorrect. No, he actually has five. D Fish has five, five ah, championship okay. rings, yes. He was on five of those championship teams with the Lakers. Uh let's see. Yeah. We back to we back to you, Special K. Let me get uh uh let me get fourteen. Number fourteen. Well, yo, here we go. How many rings does Charles Haley have? NFL oh, break, Charles that. Haley. Yeah, I yeah, I know that one. Charles Haley. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say nope. five. 
Fine answer. Five is the correct answer. He has two with San Fran and three with Dallas. With the Cowboys. Five is the correct answer. Uh, So our score is 0-0. K-Watt, where are you? All right, give me number 19. Number 19. How many rings does Doc Gooden have? Dwight Doc Gooden. How many rings does he have? Uh, Doc Gooden. Um, wow, did he, did he have one? I'm going to say two. I know he has one with the, I know he has one with the Mets. Does he have one with the Yankees? I'm going to say two, two, final answer. That is correct. He does have one with the New York Yankees and meet the Mets, the 86 Mets. Right, was on that squad. So two is the correct oh. answer. So, K, where are you? Fifteen. One five, one. Five. I think Kevin just that. took one five. Yeah, didn't he? yeah. Sixteen. You said sixteen. Yeah. How many rings does Dennis Rodman have? The worm. How many oh. rings does the worm have? Uh, oh. Did he win one after the Bulls? Um, five. Five. Five is correct. Two with the Pistons, the Bulls. Even though he played for San Antonio and the Lakers, he won. He won his this five. That is the correct answer. Uh, score is five to five. K walk. All right, give me number. Let's see four. Deli Devil, come on. Number four. How many Super Bowl rings does Wes Welker have? Ooh. All right. No, he didn't win a moment there. Um, oh, my gosh. Wells Welker. Three? Final answer? Three. Final answer? Incorrect. Special case. Okay. <laughs> How many rings does Wes Welker have? Four. Final answer. Also incorrect. Wes Welker Dang. does not have a Super Bowl ring. Although he played in wow. three, he has never won one. He played with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, and he's been in three Super Bowls. But each time wow. he, was Peyton, he was on the losing team, he does not have a Super Bowl ring. And he's a jinx because, you know what, he's a jinx because he was a receiver coach uh, four years ago when the 49ers lost to the, the, the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. He's <laughs> a jinx. Okay. There's your, there's your little known white history fact. Uh, <laughs> in February. That's okay. We owe you. 17. Number 17. How many rings does Terry Bradshaw have? Oh, I know. That's an easy one. Four. Final answer. Four yeah. is the correct answer. Yeah, Terry Bradshaw has four. That was a layup uh, okay, right well. there. <laughs> uh, give, give me number. Let me see where I'm at. Give me number seven. Number seven. How many rings does Mike Miller have? Not counting the ones Ooh, he won yeah. at the University of Florida. How many does he have in the NBA? <laughs> Did he? Um, I know he has two with the, the Heat. That's, uh, I don't know who he played with. Um, uh, I'm going to say that I only know two. So that's my answer. The Heat, two, final answer. That is the correct answer. He was on those back-to-back. He was on those yeah. back-to-back Heat teams. That is correct. Right. So, okay, we're on you. Let's keep this train going, man. 18. 
Number 18, Daily Double. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, you have 10. K-Walk has 10. How many you want to risk? Yeah, I'm going to roll these dice, man. Give me your old 10 p chick. <laughs> How many rings does Daryl Strawberry have? Ooh. Jesus. Um, it would be baseball. Um, Daryl Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry. I'm going to go, uh, man, I'm not sure, so I'm going to go with the goose egg. Goose egg. None. Nah, nah, it's definitely not the goose egg, bro. Uh, um, unfortunately, that is incorrect, so you back to zero. Uh, Strauss yeah. has three. He won one with the Mets, two with the Yankees. He was also mm. on that 86 Mets team, the amazing yeah, Mets. Yeah, he, he got two more with the Yankees. Uh, so we still got a pretty good game. K-Walk got 10. Special K, you back to zero. One daily double left. Bunch of clues left. Where we going, so, uh, K-Walk? All right, let's do two. Number two, number two, number two. How many rings does Robert Parrish have? The Chief. Oh, How Robert many rings does Parrish. the Chief have? <sighs> All right. Um... I don't know. So this is between, I'm going to say three. No. Three. I think, oh, my God. I don't know. Three final answers. So, okay. You can steal. Three is incorrect. Dang. I don't know this one either. So I'm going to just throw something out that Robert Parrish kind of old with Bird. And so um, <laughs> I'm going to go with four final answers. Four is the correct answer. He had three with Good the Celtics, stuff. and he was on the he was on that '97 Bulls team. So four is ah, the correct you answer. Son of a gun, that's cheap. You cheap. Ring chasing. Now, so it's okay. We're on you. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, nineteen gone. Let's go the other way. Twelve. Uh, let's see, number twelve. Number twelve. How many rings does Bill Russell have? <laughs> Bill Russell. Ain't that uh eight? Find out. Incorrect. Kwa, nah, how many uh, rings does Bill Russell have? Uh, uh, that's the big one one. <laughs> that's what eleven. Follow that. I know that. That one. is correct. Bill Russell mm-hmm. does have eleven championship rings when he yeah. was playing against Janitors and Two Socks and Plum. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew it a lot. <laughs> Let's see. Kwa, will you? All right, give me a number. Let me see if I'm going to channel my, bro- my brother, Jason Collins. Give me number eight. Number eight. How many rings does Kirby Puckett have? Minnesota. Oh, Kirby one. Puckett. Yeah, one. One. Final answer. So, okay. You can steal. One is in ah. I don't know this either, but I'm going to go with, uh, since one was wrong, I'm going to go with two. Two is the correct answer. Remember, um, yeah, he he has two. I didn't put the I didn't write the years down, but yeah, Kurt Bucket actually has two um, with the twins. Let's see, What's just okay. Where are you? Wow. Let me get uh eleven. Number eleven. How many rings does Ed Reed have? Oh. Yeah. Uh. Two. Come on now. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. K 
Okay, well, how many rings does Ed Reed have? Oh, no. One. That's the only one. 2,000. That's the only one he has. One is it correct. He wasn't on that first Ravens team, okay? And nah. I know that's what you were thinking, but no, yeah. Ed only has one. You know what? Now that, now that I ain't saying it out loud, he was still in college, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, K-Wop, where are you? Uh, all right, I'm trying to channel my inner E here. Give me 10. 10. Number 10. How many rings does Byron Scott have? Oh, Ooh. my man B. Scott. Um, uh, was it three? No, three. Oh, my God. I think he has three. I'm going to go with three. Final answer. Three is correct. All three were showtime. Yes. That is the mm-hmm. correct answer. So, okay. Um, Let me tell you what we got. We got three, five, six, nine. Uh, three, five, that's six, a, nine that's a, is what I show. That's, yeah, that's all I show as well. Okay. Let me get six. One number? Six. Number six. How many rings does Danny Amendola have? Who? Danny Amendola. Uh, oh, receiver. Uh, Amendola. Uh, two. Final Two is the correct answer. Wow. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Came out five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. 5, 10, 15. We still got us a game because there's a daily double left. Uh, K-Walk, where are you? I got I'm giving you number nine. I think number nine. I don't think number nine, is, but I'm going to take it anyway. Number nine, known as Mr. October. How many rings does the Ooh. great Reggie Jackson have? All right. He had, obviously, he had the one in that uh, series. Uh, I want to say two. Um, no. Uh, yeah, some in Oakland. I don't know how many he had in Oakland. So I'm going to say f- uh, four. No, one, two, three. Thinking. I'm just thinking out loud, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, four. Final answer. So, okay. You can steal and make up some time because that was incorrect. Yo. Known as Mr. October. How many rings does Reggie Jackson have? Well, they play they play the playoffs in October too. It ain't just uh World Series, so I'm gonna go three. Hey man, one one no playoffs back then. Nah, <laughs> I mean, no playoffs. Yeah, it was wild card. Yeah. 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 How many oh, you won it, You won your division. I you were right, right, right but I'm I'm going with Trey. Uh, the correct answer is five. He had three with the A's, two with the Yankees. Ah, yes, I know he has got two two clues left. Uh, Special K, we on you. What's left? Uh, three and five. Oh, sorry. Three and five. Three and five. Three and five. So let me go with three. Daily double. Indeed. You have five, ten, fifteen. K Walk has five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Ooh. I should have twenty. I had fifteen before the last one. Which one, which one did you get since then? Did you get one since then? Before the last answer. Yeah, I just got the last answer. 
Did you? It was K Wall question. Yeah, it was K Wall question, but I, I he got it wrong. I got it right. Which one? Yeah, oh my bad. Uh, <laughs> he tried to my trick us. <laughs> He's trying to street hustle us. Okay. He's trying to street hustle us. He had me going. Ain't no money on the line. I mean, Kay? You got 15. You all in? All in. Two words. Okay. How many rings does Wilt Chamberlain have? If you get to you go up by five. If you miss it, game over. Like little flip say, game over. Flip, flip. Will ain't really known for no rain. Um, but he had to have zero. Final answer. Let's go with it. Damn, game over. Yeah. In, in, in a negative fashion. He has two. Will actually has oh, two wow. rings. So that took yeah. you to zero. Last clue goes to you, uh, K-Walk. How many rings does Gronk have? Gronk has... Ah, oh, man. Gronk, did he, did he play all, all years? With, uh, you see the five or six. I'm going to say six, final answer. So, okay, you can get on the board to say some face because that was incorrect. How many rings uh, does Gronk have? I just gave you five, final answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, that's incorrect too. Really? Yeah, three with the pay- yeah, three with the Patriots, one with the Bucks. He only has four. Oh, four. Oh, so okay. final final score, Zuska, uh, you finished with no points. K Walk, you finished with more points than K. Cue the music. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Medals round my neck because I won, I won Now my mama's dead because I won, I won Hey, good stuff, guys. Let me see. We got about eight minutes left. Okay, well, uh, I was looking over the topics, and I know there was something we didn't get to. Give me one quick second, and I'll see what it was. Eric, be enemy. We, we, yeah, let's we talk about we that. Didn't, we, 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 we didn't get the, the enemy. Now, we've talked a couple years now about Brother B. Enemy. He, at the end of each coaching cycle, he seems to walk away without a job. Well, he walked away with the job this time, but it's at UCLA, and he's not even head coach. Even after Chip Kelly left to go be an offensive coordinator, they're going to bring in Eric Enemy as the offensive coordinator over there. Now, we've said many times there must be something going on behind the scenes with this guy because it doesn't seem like he's able to get a head coaching job, especially in the NFL, because this can't be a resume booster because you've been an offensive coordinator on a Super Bowl-winning team. And to go to be an offensive coordinator at the college level can't be just to put on your resume to say, hey, I now deserve a head coaching job. So I would like to get y'all's opinion. We'll start with you, K. Wall. What do you think is going on with Eric Bieniemy, and why this dude can't get a head coaching job in the NFL? Well, hell, even a head coaching job at the college level. Right, yeah, and, that, and that's a great question, and that's what I was going to go. I was lead off with it. You got to you got to ask yourself what's going on with the uh, the head coach job, even at a, a college rank. Maybe he just never thought about you know you know being a, a college head coach, 
But for what I've been hearing, you know, from not Shefty, but just, you know, when we posed this question, you know, last year, you know, when the whole situation went down with the Chiefs and, you know, him not getting the head coaching job with the commanders, he just wanted to be an offensive coordinator with them to kind of get underneath this or get out of the shadow of Andy Reid. Um, I think he tried to prove himself. From what I'm hearing, E, is that, and, and and ladies and gentlemen, is that he's not a good interviewer, man. And I don't know what that is and um, what that means. And is, is he, like, too aggressive? Is he too intense? Because we know that in the beginning of the season that, and even in preseason, you know, under Coach Ron Rivera, that some of the players, a lot of the players were complaining about him being too intense. Maybe that's just his 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 personality. That's how he goes about um, his his job, his life. That's what it's uh, it's about. And and that's the only answer that I can give is because when you when you hear you hear rumors, and then you hear what came out of Washington, you know the commanders. um, You have to ask yourself, you know, you have to say you have to say that that has to be it. And basically, um, that's what I'm going with here, uh, here, E, because I, you know, obviously, you know, we don't have anything, you know, close to the vest or anything like that. So I'm going to say that it's just he's just too intense. He's too old school. And a lot of these young players and coaches um, aren't able to handle it. And even his, uh, these these ownerships aren't able to handle what he's able to do. But so with all that being said, how does he get a job? Because he's a great play caller. He's a great. He's a great. Has a great football mind. We 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 all know that because he's in the league and he's getting job after job after job. It's not that big time name. So I'm just going to think that I just think his philosophy of how to handle players is the reason why he's not a head coach. Now, one of the things you mentioned, you said they say he's not a good interviewer. I in the, in the field that he works in. I don't think that should be held against him. Like the job right. I work, the job you work, the job Special K work. If we were to leave our respective jobs tomorrow and we go to another competing company, all that company has is our resume. They can look at right. our resume and see what we've done and base it on that and the interview that we have. Well, Airbnb right. works in a different field. Yes, he has a resume and yes, he has the interview, but you've seen his movies. they pretty good movies. He he's won yeah. he's won Super Bowls. Right. So, I mean, even though he may not interview well, it's not like when you and I go to a job, K Wall, all they got is the interview and the resume. Well in this right. particular guy's case, they got the interview, they got the resume, and they have a known track record. They've seen this. So I'm really not buying not the from you, I'm saying from them. No, 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 I got it's, you. I got you. it's interviewing. Uh especially K, before we run out of time, give me your give me your thoughts. It's crazy, man. Um, I think it's 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 um, some of the behind the scenes and and you know kind of prisoner of the moment because uh, there was no downswing on KC. They still won Super Bowl without him, so um, that makes it look like it was more Andy Reid in some people's eyes. Um, the bad interview thing or too intense. I don't think there's no such thing in NFL, you know, as far as too intense. I mean, that's what you want. Um, to me, that's well, what you we, should we, want. We, we got to draw the line somewhere, okay? We can't be out here running the Oklahoma drill. We we got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's true. That's true. But uh, um, 
for them to say he's too intense, uh, I don't see that. You know what I mean? Um, a, a too intense coach, I think all of us play ball, uh, a too intense coach, you see that on the sideline. You see that in practice. And the enemy on the sideline doesn't show me is too intense. What he probably done told these boys is to stop playing with your mama, you know, yeah, 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 yeah you know, and stop being soft or something like that. That's what I yeah. think. But uh, so you you so so you saying when Buddy Ryan over there on the on the sideline slapping the sugar honey iced tea out of other coaches that they too intense? That yeah, that's too intense. <laughs> but the enemy ain't doing that. Okay, I, I'm just messing with you. I just wanted to see yeah. what the line was. So that wasn't a lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were slapping the sugar honey iced tea out of other coaches, that that's the lie. Gotcha. Okay, well, go ahead and take us all home, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Great stuff there. Eve, one, thank you so much, uh, Special K, for joining us, as, as always. And thank you, uh, listeners, for uh, for tuning in each and every week. Uh, we see the numbers, and we appreciate you guys uh, uh, for sure. And a uh, shout-out to Adventures Labs uh, as well uh, for being our, our, our sponsors um, as well for the uh, the East Scott. And uh, for the Sports Sports K Walk and East Scott uh, segment, uh, for sure, and show. All right, I want to leave you, like I can do always, ladies and gentlemen, I want to leave you guys with something uh, positive. This week, I want to leave you with this. With our future ahead of us and the ancestors behind us, there's nothing we can't do. All right? For Sports Talk with K-Walk, I'm K-Walk. I'm K-Walk for uh, E. Scott with Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. God willing, we'll talk to you next week. Yo. Nobody do.